One of the more interesting observations that I've made from years of counseling is how little I teach people about the truth of God's Word versus how much time I spend helping them apply the truth of God's Word. Counseling is an application ministry. It's a sanctification ministry. It's helping people to apply God's Word. But the irony or the instructive thing here is that I don't teach people, rarely, I don't teach a lot about God's Word. And what I mean by that is they come to counseling with a boatload of knowledge, pre-existing Bible information that they have, but they're unable to apply it practically into their lives, which is why they come to counseling. It seems like If you have the knowledge, you would be able to apply it, but that has not been my experience with a whole lot of Christians. They have the knowledge, they attend multiple Bible studies all the time, they're hearing preaching all the time, and especially with the proliferation of the internet, you can listen to three, five, six, seven sermons a day if you wanted to. We have a lot of truth. We have a lot of knowledge, but we're unable to apply it practically. The title of this podcast is Too Much Truth Can Keep You From the Truth. It's a short article. If you want to read it, you're welcome to do it. It's about 700 words. I have other information in here as well. I have a mind map that walks through what Christian maturity looks like. I also have a short one-minute, 90-second video that talks about being mastered by the by God's Word. You're welcome to take a, a look at that as well. And then I have three other articles that you can read. And the reason I put all this information in here, plus, by the way, a link to my book, Change Me, the Ultimate Life Change Handbook. And the reason that I put all of this information in this short blog article is because We have an application problem, and I want to give you the information that you need so that at least you can start a process of being super practical with God's Word. We want to do more than just hear it. We want to hear it, and we want to apply it. If I can help you with this, please write me and let me know. By the way, my name is Rick Thomas. Thank you so much for joining me for your Daily Drive podcast. If you want to write and have questions about this podcast or anything else, jump on our website, rickthomas.net, get on our forums, and you can ask your question. Public forum for anybody in the world who has access to the internet. Our private forums are for our supporting members. God bless you. May your kind increase. All right, let me get into this podcast. It is important, and we we do need to move beyond truth, not leaving truth, but we want to do more than just be than just uh, be hearers of God's word. We want to be uh, those people who are applying it effectively, practically to our lives. And what is most instructive about this idea of counseling people that I don't teach. Now, every now and then, I'll have somebody that comes to me that doesn't have a foundational knowledge of the Bible in their lives. But because I live in what we call the Bible Belt, a religious sector of the United States, the southern part of the United States, and because I live here, 
I don't usually have to build that theological or biblical foundation because a lot, the majority of the people that I counsel, their heads are full of the Bible. They have so much Bible information. And so what is so instructive about this observation is that many of these counselees have spent a large part of their lives in biblical studies and theological training venues. Some of them are lifetime Sunday school attendees, and they advocate men's groups and women's groups. Now, I don't want you to upload what I'm not saying here. I'm not saying that any of these meetings are wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not on a campaign to dismantle these methods of training. I don't, I don't want to dismantle your Bible study or your Sunday morning preaching service or your men's group or your women's group if they are effectively teaching you the Bible and you're growing in knowledge. Praise God. But something is a foul when our pursuit of knowledge does not translate into an appropriate application of knowledge. It's not a guarantee that effective personal transformation will come because you participated in a Bible study. If you think that, well, I went to the Bible study, therefore I'm going to live a practical Christian life, well, it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't come that easy. Having someone preach to or teach you is not the same as you regularly implementing and practicing what you know to be true. Here's what I tell my students in our Mastermind program, quote, be careful about saying to those that you are discipling what to do. I caution them about giving answers to people because they come and they're looking for answers What I want them to do is to lead the folks that come to us to a place of discovering and applying God's truth for themselves. A person who figures out the truth will remember it, while the spoon-fed person will have a difficult time retaining it. I want my mastermind students to know this. Oh, it's so easy just to give them the answers. But we know as a teacher that all teachers know this. You can give people the answers or you can let them dig around a little bit and make that application. It's far better to do it the second way. When God asked Adam where he was when Adam lost his way, the Lord knew where Adam was. God's omniscient. God wasn't looking for information. He knew where Adam was. But Adam was not fully aware of where he was. God was provoking Adam to think and to respond rather than giving him the answers to his problem. Telling a child two plus two equals four is not nearly as effective as letting the child wrestle through the learning process, which is a fundamental application component when discipling others. Let them figure it out. Put the information in front of them and you may have to teach them how to figure it out. But sitting in a church meeting, soaking up the message, will lose its effectiveness if there are no processes in place for the Christian to work the sermon into the core of his being. You remember what Paul said in Philippians 2.12, Therefore, my beloved brethren, as you have always obeyed, so now... 
not only is in my absence, but much more in my, not only in my presence, but much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Every Christian must create context and methodologies for the application of God's word after the preaching of God's word, or the word preached will lose its effectiveness. It seems as though there is an over-reliance on this, or maybe you can call it a mystic reliance on the Holy Spirit to make the truth real and practical and useful in a person's life after he hears it. It's not so, my friend. Some of the brightest and most knowledgeable Bible students can be no different than the Sunday school novice when it comes to living in the fullness and joy that God offers through the gospel. My friend and my all-time favorite preacher, week in, week out, Charlie Boyd, don't get upset with me. I'm sure you have your all-time favorite as well. But this is what he said. If a Christian is not regularly applying the truth, he will not be living a productive Christian life. Countless Bible studies are no substitute for taking one sermon or one lesson and working it into your life practically. Too many Bible studies can desensitize you to the truth that you are trying to learn. And I agree with that statement. In Psalm 103, verses 1 through 22, the entire psalm, David is doing something remarkable in this passage of Scripture. He's preaching to himself the benefits of God. David is taking his soul to task by reminding himself of two specific things. He's reminding himself of what he knows to be right about God And then number two, how he has personally experienced what he knows to be right about God. While it is true that faith comes by hearing the word of God, it would be unwise to think being within earshot of the truth is good enough. David was a student of God's word and a man after God's heart, but he knew that transformation by God's word would come if he worked the truth into the fabric of his soul. Listen to David as he told himself the first two verses of Psalm 103. You know them. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The most profound experience any believer can have with God is his experience of God through the practicalization of the Bible into his life. David practicalized the Bible in his life. He was not just a hearer only. The Bible teaches me how to have a life with Christ so that I can experience transformation by him. The title of this podcast is, Too Much Truth Can Keep You From the Truth. Perhaps you have a lot of Bible knowledge, and if you do, I praise God for that, and I want you to continue pursuing knowledge in your life. If you are not as astute in applying that Bible knowledge in your life, then I have a lot of resources here just in this article, not just the article that I just shared with you, 
But this mind map on Christian maturity, a 2,000-word article on Christian maturity, another article on the doctrine of repentance, and another one on how to be mastered by the Bible. And if you want more, I would encourage you to get my 300-page book, which deals exclusively with this idea of change, transformation. That's why the title of the book is Change Me, the Ultimate Life Change Handbook. There is really no excuse, especially if you're listening to this podcast We have the information, and if you want more, I would appeal to you to get on our forums. It won't cost you a dime. It'll cost you some time. Get on our free public forums and ask questions. How can I become a more practical, day-to-day functioning Christian? I just don't want to grow in knowledge alone. Here are a few questions to help you think about this podcast. Number one, is your study of the Bible causing practical transformation in your life? How would you answer that question? It would be a great opportunity for you if you sat down with somebody who could be honest with you and would be honest with you, and you asked them that question about yourself. I have a question for you. I study the Bible. I'm a Christian. I profess Christ. How do you see the practical transformation in my life? Are there things in my life that I'm just hung up on that I cannot get over, that I cannot unhook myself? I have a character flaw, and the Bible's just not working for me. Do you see those in my life? How can can we work together so that I can mature through this? Question number one, is your study of the Bible causing practical transformation in your life. Number two, what context do you have to apply God's word to your life? I hope to God that you have more than just sitting on Sunday morning and listening to the message. Number three, do you have authentic, honest, transparent relationships that help you apply God's word to your life? Who are your companions that spur you on to love and good deeds. They are provoking you in every good way that you could think of that word. As, as, Paul, as the Hebrew writer taught us, that we should stir one another up, provoke one another to love and good works. The title of the podcast, Too Much Truth, can keep you from the truth. Let us know how we can serve you. We would love to do that. Your Daily Drive is a production of rickthomas.net, a global community that is seeking to live more productive and inspiring lives. If you'd like to learn more about our community, please go to rickthomas.net, rickthomas.net.